when Joseph awoke, Joseph awoke, he did as the angel had commanded him. Boys and girls, have you ever done this? I'm not hearing you. I'm not hearing you. Yeah? I think, yeah, I think more, even if you haven't done it without the sounds, you do it. Because you say, I'm not hearing you. We all, so boys and girls, we all tend to block out. We can hear what we want to hear, right? Wouldn't you say you, you block out mom and dad when we don't want to hear what they say, like clean the dishes or do something you don't want to say, right? Well, truth be told, boys and girls, you're not the only ones who do that. Spouses do it to each other all the time, too. What? Oh, were you talking to me? Oh, what? For heaven's sakes, I've been talking to you for the last 15 minutes. Oh, really? What? Oh, forget it. I won't bother. I mean, they even do it to their pastor. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, you know, it occasionally happens. They block him out as well. Oh, there he goes again. Off he goes. I mean, the reality is, is that uh, we hear what we want to hear. And even when we do want to hear, we sometimes find it hard to actually hear. Hard to be attentive to what we want to hear. Um, so here's the part is that even, we even do it to God. I, I mean, we, we may not even think we're doing it to God. It, it goes something like this. Hail Mary for the grace of the Hail Mary for the grace of Hail Mary for the God, I'm not hearing you. I'm not hearing you. Now, it's well meant, but we still block God out. The, the only consolations we have is today's uh, readings. Is, it's happened in ancient times. It's been going on for a long time. Here's this King Ahaz, who was blessed by God to be the king, and, and he does the same thing. He does it in a little more pious way. He says, oh, oh, not I would never ask God to speak to me. Oh, no. I would never ask him to come out. No, no, I wouldn't do that. Well, the prophet Isaiah hears this and just lets him have it. He says, oh, spare me, he says. You're going to treat God like that? He's already talking to you. And then he assures him that he's going to come. And, of course, the prediction of Emmanuel. But, but here's the reality is that, is that and, and, it's, and Jesus, when he, Jesus comes on, we hear it over and over again how the many disciples and religious people, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and religious leaders, they block God out by talking at God, saying all the multitude of prayers nonstop, so just to keep God away. Now, um, you, we can go into motivation all we want, but not sure it's terribly helpful because the net output is the same. But what we look to do is the contrast in today's gospel is, is how Joseph acts. Joseph hears God speak to him to an angel in a dream, and he wakes up and does what he's commanded. Now that is a contrast point as a person of faith. Now, at least we not um, understand how Joseph would have come to this. He must have been a man of profound prayer, that he would have recognized the voice of God in his dream, that he would have recognized that this was an angel and this was a message and this is for me and therefore this is what I must do. Because without a history of doing that, without a history of listening 
to God's voice, without a history of being able to recognize what God's voice sounds like, then he wouldn't have been able to do that. So, so of course, we're meant to act more like Joseph than Ahaz. But we have to be honest with where we're really at. We're more like Ahaz than we are like Joseph. Because we don't really spend a lot of time trying to listen to God. And then when we do, we want to, right now, come on, let's go, let's go, I'm, I'm done, I'm ready, now talk. It's, it's not the way it works. Um, so then the question is, well then, how does God speak to us? And, and this has been the subject of my retreat that we've been doing these last Tuesday nights, right? Uh, and last week we were talking about this very subject, how do we listen to God's voice? Well, first of all, the very question we have, does God talk to us? And the answer is yes, of course he does. God is speaking to us all the time. And you say, well, well, I don't hear him. Well, that's not because God's not speaking. It's because we're not listening. Or, or we don't know how to listen. So we have to work harder at listening. So then the question is, well, then, where do, or how does God speak to us? Like, I, I, what does that look like? Well, God speaks through creation. His created beings. His, through the beautiful world, God speaks. How could you not look up at a beautiful sky and the mountains and not hear God's beauty, not see God's beauty, and understand that that's God speaking to us in a, in a beautiful and profound way. But God speaks to us in our thoughts, speaks to us in our emotions, speaks to us through our imagination, and, and, and as we hear today, speaks to us in our dreams. But, but we have to be careful. We have to figure out how, what does this look like, and we have to learn the language of God. So I know you're looking a little bit puzzled, but let me just look at it. So do dogs talk? You're, you're confused. You look confused. I asked. Uh, do they, yeah, they do. They do talk, but do they use words? No, they don't. Well, at least, I mean, mo, mo, most dogs don't. Huskies probably do. They seem to talk. But most, most dogs don't, they don't use words, right? But they're communicating. I mean, they're not talking as in words, but they're communicating. Now, like, like I remember I went over to one of my friend's homes, and I said, your dog wants to use the bathroom outside. <gasps> How'd you know that? Um, scratching at the door. <laughs> like, that wasn't really hard to figure out. But some people take no time to understand their dog. Now, look, dogs do communicate. They, you know, the tail underneath, the tail up, the ears up, ears back, down front. You, know, you, you tell me, they, they smile, they laugh. They'll, they'll, they, they are communicating. And if we want to be a good dog owner, we're going to sort of understand what canine body language looks like. Now, if we're going to do that and we're a dog owner, surely we want to figure out how God communicates and spend some time figuring out what does God's language look like. And it's multivariate. There's not just one way. That's the, the fun part of how God communicates. We can continue to hear and see God speak and, and, and communicate with us. But we've got to find time. We've got to carve out time to listen to God. Now, I understand there's fears because, like I has, we don't want to hear what God has to say because that means then we have to do what he says. Right? And, and that's the challenge, right? Like, we, we, we want only God to talk to us on Sunday mornings. And just only for a short time, Father, if you could like, get it on with, right? We want to just, just keep it nice and short, because so, I've got a lot of things to do in the other 168 hours of this week. 
Do you see how, how we push God away and we put him into boxes? Um, a dog communicates all the time, whether we like it or not, and the same way with God. So where do we start? I, I get it. The, well, that's what Advent is about. This whole Advent journey is about learning to listen to God at a deeper level, to, to look at our lives and, and, and say, where is God speaking to us? And, and we've got to do some work here. This just doesn't happen. We've got to do our work of learning to listen to God in our life. Now, look, I, I invite you to listen, come and listen to the prayer series I'm doing. That will teach you some of the, the methodologies. But look, one way and sure way in which we've been doing from, for thousands of years, and billions of people have done it and have successfully used it, is, is Scripture. Is learning to listen to God speak to us in and through Scripture. Now, there's different methodologies, and I used two of them on, on, on last Tuesday night, Lexia Divinia and Scriptural Meditation, where you imagine yourself inside the Scripture passage to use your imagination to allow God to speak to us. But for whatever way it is, like take the Scripture passage today and, and, and put yourself into it. Uh, imagine yourself somewhere is in one of those passages and see what is it that God is asking of you. Um, it's not enough to just come on Sundays, guys. It's, that's, that, that's a thing of the past. We've got we to learn to listen to God every moment of our every day because he's screaming at us. He's banging at the window of our lives saying, hey, listen, I've got things to say to you. He wants to communicate how much he loves you, and he wants you to be assured of that, but he wants you to pass that message to others. That's the message of Advent. And so that's the message of Christmas we're going to celebrate, that he loves us so much he came among us. But let's pause. Let's listen in our hearts what God is saying to you and to I. And Jesus, when, he, when Joseph awoke, he did what he was commanded by the angel. 